0: This guy put up a big fuss saying he's not gonna provide it. And I said, fine, I can't represent you. And we went our separate ways. If people are gonna be that difficult and uncooperative, real estate agents, don't represent them. You're wasting your time. Let them figure it out on their own or let them find somebody that doesn't care and it will be what it is. I guarantee you though, that the way that they handled that and their response to me was so questionable that they're probably not somebody I'd want to represent. Certainly not somebody that I would feel comfortable representing as a tenant in somebody else's home. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 153 of KT Confidential. I am your host today, Adrian Trott. Um, I'm not accompanied by my regular business partner, good friend, co-host Ariel Cormendi. Uh, He's not here today. So it's me on my own going solo. It's my second time doing this, which I'm quite fine with because I'm a bit of an introvert. I enjoy being by myself. I talk to myself all the time. So why not talk to myself today? And you can listen tomorrow. This is episode 153 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today's topic is uh, about a certain situation that happened recently. But before I jump into it, I just wanted to... uh, throw this out there. For those of you, it's come up in conversation that there are many of you who listen to the podcast, thank you so much, uh, but are not subscribed. And it would mean the world to me and Ariel. I'm sure Ariel would agree, uh, if you could take the 10 seconds or five seconds to click the subscribe button, uh, wherever you happen to be watching or listening, whether that's on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Cormendie Trot or on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Deezer, um, Google Music, Apple Podcast, wherever you're listening, kick, click the subscribe button now, and uh, we really appreciate your support. You will get notifications every week, Monday morning when the podcast comes out. And on top of that, drop a comment, let us know what you think of the podcast. It helps other people get some perspective into what sort of content we're providing, and let us know if you have any questions. So jump right into the podcast. Um, We've had... Actually, I've been spending more time with the team, which is really nice. We have not been able to spend much time in our office. We have a team office in Milton, Ontario, at 75 Main Street East. We have a brokerage office in Oakville. We spend a lot of time in our team office in Milton because many of our team members reside in Milton and nearby. And we've not been able to spend much time in the office because of COVID. But we're slowly opening it up. We've been able to spend some more time there and I thoroughly enjoy it, especially working in a, a team environment where, we, where we're we we're all very involved in the day-to-day activities of everyone's work. Somebody gets a listing, everybody in the office is in one way, shape or form involved in that process. So it's nice to be able to interact directly with our team members. And from a sales perspective, any of you out there that are sales managers or salespeople, general sales managers, whatever position you hold, it is so nice to be able to have that camaraderie again where we're able to throw ideas around, have that friendly competition, you listen to people making phone calls, it's motivating, it's it's educational, it's just overall great for team morale. So it's nice to be able to spend some time in the office with people. As nice as it has been to have the flexibility of being mobile and working from home, a good balance of the two is very healthy. So uh, in those environments, we've been having a lot of conversations and we're hearing feedback from our team members about their experiences with uh, the real estate market and offers they're submitting and offers they're receiving. And one thing that's come up a lot lately is surrounding uh, leases and uh, residential rental properties. And as some of you may have noticed, there has been a dramatic increase in the number of inventory. It has skyrocketed. Uh, the nice thing is for landlords, prices have not changed. They've been very stable over the course of the year. So whereas in the beginning of the year, there was a huge shortage of inventory and there was a, you'd get a dozen offers in a day, we're not seeing that anymore. We're getting you know an offer every few days but the prices are still holding strong because there's still a healthy balance of uh, tenants, uh, prospective tenants, and listings for those tenants. Um, Renting a property can be very hard for a tenant. So I'll get into that. But the first thing I want to talk about is a recent experience I had. I'm actually dealing with it right now. I had a particular real estate agent submit an offer on one of our properties. And this real estate agent, she did a phenomenal job. So kudos to her, she's listening. You know who you are, maybe, maybe not. But I don't like mentioning names anyways. But one of the challenges tenants have is poor representation. Landlords in Ontario, from what I've heard, especially compared to the US and compared to other provinces, landlords in Ontario are very picky. Very picky about who they bring into their house as a tenant because the, land, the Residential Tenancies Act in Ontario favors tenants. If you get a problematic tenant into your property as a landlord in Ontario, it is damn well difficult to get them out. It is expensive. Uh, it is extremely time-consuming. I know someone who has a tenant that is not paid for months, months, probably over a year. They're well over $20,000 behind in rent. And the landlord has followed the process to a T to get them out. And the landlord and tenant board, uh, you know, COVID didn't help because there was an eviction freeze, but they just dragged their feet in starting the process, getting the paperwork out there. And it's so frustrating that this landlord has now had to absorb a $20,000 to $30,000 loss on their property. If you're a tenant out there and you're like, why the heck is it so hard to rent a house? That's why, because there's a lot of bad apples, not just a few, there's a lot of bad apples in the residential tenancy world of tenants that don't pay their bills or they abuse the property and they cause their landlords a living nightmare. And from a landlord perspective in Ontario, there's very little they can do. So that's why we're picky. Anyways, this agent that submitted an offer on our property, Uh, the deal's almost done. We have an interview with the tenant tonight to seal the deal, which I'm sure it will because I've done all my due diligence and they seem like really good people. But this agent is representing a a family who is uh, new to Ontario, fairly new to Canada, and have jumped around through a number of countries uh, right across the world over the last decade. And uh, they don't have any active... Very verifiable, provable income currently. Uh, they do have a job lined up. Um, but this agent was so diligent in preparing an excellent uh, application with tons of supporting documents. So I'll give you some examples. Um, you have job letter signed uh, by both the applicant and their employer stating income, start date, all the details of their employment. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, uh, they have kind of like a side hustle. They do some public uh, speaking events and things like that, and they earn income through that. So as a result, they also have their own website uh, that they use to promote that business. So they sent us a link to that website, which had some great uh, um, supporting links in there to news articles and things like that. There was also a resume. Uh, with a very detailed resume. That's the first time I've ever had somebody send me a resume, but it was very helpful in kind of getting a better understanding for who this person was. They also owned a few rental properties across the world in different countries. And they provided bank statements from those areas showing the rental payments being deposited. And not only did, that, they, did they do that, they went as far as to have their tenant provide the deed for the home all three of them, showing there was no mortgage. Like nobody does that. But you know what happened immediately? It takes it takes our concern, which would have likely been way up here, which is off camera right now, to way down here. Because, you know, there would have been a lot of questions. But instead of there being a lot of questions, there was just a few, because the agent addressed the potential concern before it ever became an issue. So good for them they took the time to do it and kudos to the tenant for being so cooperative because that made the difference of whether or not you were accepted as a tenant. So from a landlord perspective, uh our clients were very easily convinced that they were seriously good candidates for their home. So, you know, it was a really nice experience. Anyways, I've had experiences too as a landlord's representative renting out their home um, Where and I've had a conversation with Ariel and a couple other team members recently where what we're finding is not only are people not providing a lot of supporting documents to help us understand who their tenants are, they are creating a very basic application and blanketing a bunch of real estate agents who have listings. So they're taking this application for a tenant to rent a house and sending it to three or four houses. Now, not only do we not know this offer is coming in, it's just as poorly constructed. Typically, you know, before we submit an offer, we'll call the listing agent, say, "Hey, this is Adrian from the Kermendi Trot team. I just wanted to give you a heads up. I showed your property today to Jill and John, and they really like it. They're a nice family of, you know, with three kids. They do this and this for a living." They're moving to the area because of this. This is why they're relocating. I've known them for this long, and this is how I met them. I'm going to send you an offer in the next five hours. I really appreciate you taking the time to consider it and review it. Let me know if you have any questions. End call. Doesn't happen. Not with these other agents. They send us an offer without even letting us know an offer is coming. And in some cases, they have not even shown the property. And not only is that bad. When we reply to their email saying, hey, I didn't see you show the property, did you have one of your colleagues show it to them that I wouldn't have noticed? Or, um, hey, I didn't know you were sending an offer. Can you tell me a little bit about your clients to help me understand who they are, that I could convey that information to my client as a landlord to see if they might be more inclined to consider the application? You don't even get an answer many times. It's just unbearable. It's ridiculous. There are so many bad real estate agents out there that don't want to invest the time into helping tenants because it can be very time consuming and the financial compensation for it is negligible. Um, I lost my train of thought, but it's, it's, it just drives me mad. And now if you're a tenant, I've heard a lot of this on TikTok, tenants complain about how hard it is to get a rental. Well, I've already explained to you why it's difficult uh, from one side of things. So it's difficult in Ontario because landlords are picky as shit. They want good people in their home. They want to make sure they're getting their rent every month, that you're, that you're going to take care of the home. Um, because if you don't, it's hard for them to do anything about it. Now, the other side of things is not only is it hard from that perspective, it's hard because there's poor a lot of poor representation. So I would suggest you, if you're listening to this and you're in that situation, assess the situation with your agent and find out, If they have collected enough supporting documents, do they have a job letter? Do they have proof of income? Do they have enough proof of income? Is your proof of income a pay stub that's seven months old or seven days old? Because the latter will show that you are actively employed versus seven months old, you could have got fired. Do you have a completed rental application? Do you have a proper credit report that's clear and legible? I once received. I was once approached by tenants who needed assistance, and I collected all the information that they uh, that they provided. All the information that I requested of them, except one of the tenants had given me a credit report that was photocopied. But first of all, why are we photocopying? Who uses photocopiers these days? <clears throat> You're not going to a local store and buying a credit report on paper. You're getting it online and downloading it. Send me the PDF. And if for some reason you do print it, scan it properly, or send me the original copy, or scan it with your computer and email it to me. Anyways, this particular copy was slightly off-kilter, and I could not see the bottom of the page where it shows the website, the URL, from where it's printed, and it shows the page number. And it may seem silly, but if I receive a credit report and it doesn't show the page number, that's one of the things I look at just to verify the authenticity of a document very quickly. That's something that if there's an obvious mistake, you could notice it there. If, you, if, if there's five pages, it'll say page one of five, two of five, three of five, four of five, five of five. I couldn't see that. So it could cause reason to be concerned from a landlord perspective to want to verify all the pages of the document are there. This guy put up a big fuss saying he's not gonna provide it. And I said, fine, I can't represent you. And we went our separate ways. If people are gonna be that difficult and uncooperative, real estate agents, don't represent them. You're wasting your time. Let them figure it out on their own or let them find somebody that doesn't care and it will be what it is. I guarantee you though, that the way that they handled that and their response to me was so questionable that they're probably not somebody I'd want to represent. Certainly not somebody that I would feel comfortable representing as a tenant in somebody else's home. Because when I represent tenants, I don't want it to ever come back to me and say, hey, this guy's not paying. I don't want to be that agent. I want to be the agent that when I provide an offer to a landlord, that real estate agent knows definitively that this is a solid tenant. Because they've dealt with me before and they know that I do my due diligence, I qualify people, I represent them properly, they're getting a good tenant. And as a tenant, if you're having problems, that's what you need. You need an agent that is doing their due diligence, providing you a good service, and who is reputable in the industry and can provide that level of confidence to another real estate agent. Don't hire Joe Schmoe, who's going to photocopy a couple documents and send it out to 10 lease listings. Because if all 10 of those offers are accepted, well, by golly, you've just rented 10 houses. That's how it works. Have fun finding that deposit. Like, it's so ridiculous. Many of these agents should be reported. But it's hard to prove. So it's unlikely that that would ever be proved. So... Oh, my wife's trying to sneak down the stairs. Anyways, uh, landlords, be picky about who you represent. Tenants, be picky about who represents you. I got a call this morning on one of our listings. And the, this was a person that was new to the concept of renting. And they I don't even think they knew they could be represented by a real estate agent. Uh, certainly didn't know that it was free to them. There is no cost. They did not know that. And you, I could tell in their tone of voice when they were asking me about this property that we had for rent, that they were stressed. Like, it's not a fun process. You could hear it, feel it in the conversation. So I asked him, I said, are you working with a real estate agent? And he said, no, I've just been looking on my own. I said, well, that's great. What I'd like to do, I'll introduce you to one of our real estate agents on our team. They can sit down with you, learn about what you're looking for walk you through the process, tell you about all the documents you're going to require in order to submit an application and we can even fill out all of the documents for you and make sure that you're protected and you find the perfect home. How does that sound? And they just you could their tone of voice changed, sigh of relief. Thank God I met a good real estate agent that wants to help. Go figure. <clears throat> I connected him with one of our team members. team member called him immediately, booked an appointment to chat with him again this evening. And we're going to help them and probably end a long, lengthy, stressful process of trying to find a rental property. Now they're going to find something. So, if you know somebody out there that's struggling with rentals, send them this podcast, send them a link to the the video on YouTube, send them our number, even if they're not in our area. (coughs) Sorry, we can send them or have a, you know, no obligation on that, blah, blah, blah. Just have a nice chat. And perhaps we can give them a bit of advice that will help them on their journey. But that's it. Episode 153. If you are a real estate agent, do your client a good service. Properly prepare their application. Get all the documents. Call ahead. Sell them to me. That's your job. You're a sales representative. Build a story, a compelling story to sell your client to the prospective landlord. And if you're a tenant... Do your due diligence to find good representation. Cost you nothing. Just a little bit of time, as Ariel likes to say. Speaking of which, I'm sure he'll be on the next podcast, but I enjoy doing this on my own. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Thanks again. If you are one of those listeners who don't subscribe, please click the subscribe button. It would mean the world to us. Uh, help support the podcast, grow our community. And if you have any comments or feedback, Please take the 30 seconds it takes to write a little statement so that it provides some context to people looking at the video as to what to expect to hear. Thanks again. Episode 153 KT Confidential. Have a great day.